you're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now, here's the OTI guys. Hello and welcome back to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. As always, brought to you by myself, Colin Kelly. Hope things are good uh, from when we last talked at the start of the week in the recap show. Today is going to be our week two preview show. We're going to be joined on today's show by Russ Goldman of Patriots 4th and 2. Looking forward to talking about week two with him and going through all the games to, to see who we fancy. If we agree on them all or if we disagree on many, many of the games, it'll be fun to talk to him in just a little bit. As always, thanks for downloading the show. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, uh, keep spreading the word as you have been doing. We've been uh, gaining a lot of followers, a lot more listeners over the last few weeks as the season got into gear. So keep spreading the word and uh, each and every follower, each and every listener is greatly appreciated. And we do thank you for your continued support. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Easiest way to find out all the ways to listen is at OvertimeIreland.com. You'll be able to find on the podcast page there all the ways to listen to this show. Last week, of course, was the first week of the OTI Fantasy 5, started up in association with FanFeud.co.uk, and uh, FanFeud do all the uh, uh, English Premier League games as well as uh, many other football team games, but uh, they have an NFL exclusive with us, and you can find that on OvertimeIreland.com and forward slash OTI Fantasy 5s, but... When you want to play the game, it's going to be this week's game. It's going to be the Eagles-Cowboys game. I know there's a lot of UK Cowboys fans out there as part of that Dallas Cowboys fan group in the UK. Uh, hopefully they all get involved. You pick five players, any five players can be, no, no, no limit on positions. You can pick two quarterbacks if you want. You can pick everyone on the one team. You can have a mixture of both teams. But it's all about picking the, the five guys who get the most points. There is a, You can play for free. You can play for a three-pound entry fee as well. All the money goes into the pot. And this week, Fan Feud have put in an extra 10 quid, so a little extra bonus there and let's see how many people we can get entered into it i'll be playing in it deeds will be playing in it and i know from last week there there was a certain amount of people who were hoping to get the numbers going up each and every week just as we get the word out things start to develop so uh, keep spreading the word and uh, hopefully you'll get involved this week that's oti fantasy fives and you can find it on overtimeireland.com just before we get into the picks with Russ, we're going to have a quick run through the NFL news. And of course, many of you who've been listening to the show over the last couple of months know that I'm heading to Australia and I'm heading down there tomorrow. So this has been recorded Thursday. Running through all the, the news is going to be fun. Uh, and then for this one, is going to be the last one done in Ireland then from now on. The next one I think is going to be shot off in Dubai. And then the next one is going to be from Melbourne, Australia. So a completely international week here at Overtime Ireland with going to be fun trying to get the timings in and uh, do bear with us as we uh, we may have some teething problems but hopefully not hopefully still bring you your two shows a week one early show one midweek to get the preview and the recap and of course continue to bring you some great guests each and every show so looking forward to the experience but into the nfl news now and um, Geno Smith apparently still very angry about being punched by I.K. Enampoli. I.K. Enampoli has now obviously got cut by the Jets. He's with the Bills. He was on their practice squad, promoted to the first team squad. So it's uh, no real surprise that Geno's still angry. You know, if I got punched in the face and got a broken jaw, I think I'd still be extremely angry too. And of course, if you're a starting quarterback, you know, still in your rookie deal, hoping to get a, a future deal and it's a big year for you to try and establish yourself you know his reputation at the moment is as a very streaky quarterback uh, you know definitely below average so far in his career so it's uh, obviously uh, the amount of money is possibly costing him here is uh, I would be extremely angry too and even if it wasn't costing me any money I would still be extremely angry so uh, no surprises there from Gino next one up is Ryan Mallett another co- quarterback uh, story and you know last week Brian Hoyer didn't have a great game he was benched in the fourth quarter Ryan Mallett came in and you know led the team to a long touchdown drive 
looks like he's going to be the, the starter this week. Texans preparing for him for the starter for week two. So, you know, we all watched Hard Knocks. We've seen the quarterback situation and, you know, Brian Hoyer eventually won that. It didn't take Ryan Meld all that long to, to get himself a, a second chance, even though he did miss training uh, the following week by falling asleep and uh, not turning up on time. But hopefully he turns up on time on Sunday when he, when he looks like he's going to be playing for the Houston Texans. The New England Patriots uh, cut Reggie Wayne uh, a couple of weeks back just before the start of the season and they've gone to get help at the wide receiver position. They traded with the Houston Texans so Ryan Mallett won't be throwing to this guy this weekend but Keyshawn Martin uh, picked up in the fourth round in 2012 by the Texans. Uh, he has got 416 yards, three touchdowns and 38 receptions since t- coming into the league but He's going uh, up to the New England Patriots. They've uh, pulled the trade off for him. And it'll be interesting, you know, the Patriots now have a lot of guys like Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman. Keystone Martin is another one of those kind of smaller guys going to try and catch the ball uh, on a short pass and take it a lot longer after, you know, yards after the catch. And we've seen with the Patriots and Tom Brady, that's what uh, they've been built on over the last few years, kind of short passes, speedy wide receivers in and out of their breaks and trying to catch the ball downfield. So we've seen with the Patriots turning kind of no-name players, not no no disrespect to Julian Edelman, but you know his stats. You know, and has been a quarterback in college and so on. We all heard that story before, but he has uh, really developed into something that nobody really predicted a few years ago. And we've seen it. Uh, maybe Keyshawn Martin, the next in the, the role that Tom Brady makes into a superstar. Then again, maybe he gets cut before the end of the season. We'll see what happens. Always, always uh, very hard to judge these things, and we always jump to conclusions. Just before we get into the recap too, for us a quick kind of injury roundup just before we go through it. Looks like Luke Keekley is going to miss this week again. He suffered a concussion last week and uh, you know, a real star player for the Panthers. Signed a long-term deal, I think it was just last week or the week before. So long-term contract signed, but he's going to miss this week, it looks like, with a concussion. So a blow there for the team, obviously. Already missing uh, Kelvin Benjamin, another star player down with injury. Uh, the Giants, you know, there was a lot of speculation over the off-season about Victor Cruz coming back from that patella tendon injury. How would he react? And the patella tendon, by all accounts, seems fine, but he's having a lot of issues with the Cavs strain over the last few weeks. Missed week one. Looks like he's possibly going to miss week two. Missed training on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, this is an injury that not many people have come back from the patella tendon. And while the patella tendon looks to be healing fine, there seems to be issues with the other muscle groups. Just, you know, maybe a little bit more strain on them as he comes back. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see now. In the next few weeks, is uh, does he eventually get himself back on the field and get anywhere close to what he was at 100%? I mentioned about uh, Ryan Mallett starting for the Texans. Looks like Johnny Manziel is getting uh, another start for the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, Josh McCowan went for that rush uh, trying to get into the end zone against the Jets, picked up a concussion and Manziel came in. Well, looks like Manziel is going to be starting this week and it looks like uh, Austin Davis is going to be the backup starter or backup to the starter there in Cleveland. So the quarterback merry-go-round continues for the Browns and um, maybe Johnny Manziel this time as a starter can do a little bit better of a, a job as than the last time, but it's going to be another tough week for the, the Cleveland Browns quarterback situation. Jacksonville Jaguars uh, tight end Julius Thomas has been cleared to practice but still with a cast on his hands. We're able to do the athletic movements and that but with the cast not able to catch the ball. Uh, according to the Florida Times Union he'll be evaluated in two weeks time and uh, see then if he's able to actually get back on the field and play just obviously as a tight end position uh, with a cast in your hands not very effective and definitely not for catching the ball but he's on the road to recovery after that hand surgery. Big news for fantasy fans and particularly Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. A tough week for them last week but Mike Evans with his hamstring injury, he was back in the practice field um, on Tuesday. And that there was after missing last week's uh, opening loss to the Titans. He was a limited participant, but training early in the week is obviously a positive sign for his participation this coming Sunday. 
And of course, the Seahawks fans will be wondering, and Packers fans as well, will Cam Chancellor play in week two? At the moment, doesn't look likely as he continues his holdout that, you know, looking for more money in his contract. And it's, uh, for the Seahawks fans, it's really, really tough news because if they go 0-2 after this week, it could be a, a tough situation to come back from. So we'll see uh, We'll see if he plays, but as a Packers fan, I, I hope the holdout continues for the rest of the week anyway to the Packers get the game over and done with against them but the news run through we're gonna we're gonna run through uh, all the games now get get russ goldman's thoughts on them i've gone through the uh, nfl news a little bit there for the injury recap more than anything because a lot of injuries obviously once the season kicks off so so let's get into the oti weekend preview want to know who's going to win every nfl game this weekend it's time for the oti weekend preview Back on the show now, it's uh, one of our favourites to have on here. It's Russ Goldman of Patriots 4th and 2. And of course, everyone will know a big big New England Patriots fan, as big a New England Patriots fan. Well, I suppose DJ won't be happy to hear this, but as big a New pa- England Patriots fan as we have on the show. But uh, lots of technical issues before we started, Russ, uh, taking back the curtain here for some of the listeners between how we, my computer freeze and couldn't get through, everything was going all over the place. But glad now we have you on to talk some football. Listen, uh, I'm very glad to be able to talk some football with you. It, it's funny because headset issues, technical <laughs> issues, uh, seems to be surrounding the Patriots, Ooh. myself. It, it's, you know, and again, we could talk about that in a little bit because I've got some serious views about Wi Fi issues at Gillette Stadium that I deal with every single time I go there. So, so I've got views on that if you, if you want to talk about technical issues. At Gillette Stadium. Yeah, I hadn't actually put the two and two together. Maybe it's just a New England Patriots issue with the you know the technology's going all over the place up there. But rather than start with the Patriots, the Patriots played last Thursday night and Thursday night football to kick off the season. We're going to start off with this week's Thursday night football, which is the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. A lot of people don't uh, talk too much about the atmosphere in Kansas City, but you know we all hear about the 12th man in Seattle, Kansas City, certainly up there for the the rowdiest stadiums in the NFL, and the Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning. You know, looks to have his issues now. Uh, people obviously always question his arm strength, but just the the whole game plan didn't really go to effect uh, for them last week. C.J. Anderson, you know, a turf toe issue. He could possibly uh, miss this game. So there's a lot of scenarios going on here in Denver. Uh, Julius Thomas with a hand injury as well. So things not going as well as well as the offensive line issues. And I was very impressed with the Kansas City Chiefs against the Houston Texans last week. How do you see this one going, Russ? You know, it, it's funny. If this game's in Denver, I would probably pick Denver. But since it's in Kansas City, I would have to go with the Chiefs. And uh, it's funny about the Broncos. They, they're they almost going to the script that they used back in 1997, 1998, when it was about their defense. And their defense is very good. Uh, you know, again, they changed defensive coordinators. Co- you know, again, you could say by not by accident, but their defensive coordinator went to become the head coach of the uh, Oakland Raiders and uh, good for him. But, uh, but, but their defense right now for me is going to be what really tells you about the Broncos moving forward because, you know, listen, Peyton Manning is still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He doesn't have the same arm strength. So they're, they're really going to have to, you know, concentrate more on, the defense and the defense is going to have to win their win them games and and that's not a bad problem to have to have your defense being the more dominant unit of your team so um you know again i am very impressed with the denver defense very aggressive defense and uh i think they're going to be good but when you go to kansas city it's very difficult to win and i'd have to give the edge to the chiefs and uh you know i I like what they're building there. I, I, I think the Chiefs are going to be a team to deal with. 
Yeah, I like, I like what the Chiefs are doing. I picked them at the start of the season to win this division, and this is a big game in division now. Both teams won in their first game. You know, the Broncos might have to play a little bit of Kansas City Chiefs-style football because for years now we've all known about Jamal Charles and the run game, and then we have you know a good, solid defense behind them. So I think it could move that way. The Broncos defense certainly is going to be formidable, and I think it's probably between them and the St. Louis Rams to see who leads the league in sacks. But as you mentioned, I'm going for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, another week. Uh, we'll see how Peyton Manning does in this game. But, you know, we've all written Peyton off before and he's uh, come back and delivered uh, you know huge huge performances so we'll see what happens this Thursday but two votes there for the Kansas City Chiefs again and the Packers division the Packers had a really good weekend last week uh, with the fact that they won against the Bears so the Bears lost and the Vikings and the Lions lost this week the Vikings are squaring up to the Detroit Lions in Detroit Detroit looked at the game in hand last week against the, the Chargers but in the end the Chargers march back and win the game and the Vikings were a bit of a shambles, I would say, and one of the worst games I've watched in quite some time in that Monday night football game against the 49ers. So both teams looking to bounce back. One of these teams, unless it's a tie, of course, will go to 0-2. One will go to 500 at 1-1. So I think it's going to be a tough start. I think the Vikings here go to 0-2 for the season. I think uh, the Lions bounce back at home. and I don't know, it's, it's just a surprise to be guessing that the Vikings are 0-2 to start the season. Your thoughts on the, the Lions and the Vikings? You know what, uh, it's... Uh it's a tough game, you know. Again, you know, when when you're looking in the division, you know, um, the Vikings are a funny team. I I don't know if I really believe in them, and and, and honestly, it's quarterback driven league, and and not that I'm a huge fan of uh, Matthew Stafford, and uh, and although I think Teddy Bridgewater could be a decent quarterback, I would have to go with the Lions even on the road. Yeah, I was I was shocked last week at how the the Vikings played overall. With uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Teddy Bridgewater, but. Adrian Peterson only getting four rushes in that first half, so we're going to have to see what happens What happens this week uh, if he gets a bit more involved in the game plan, but uh, both going for the Lions. Maybe we'll find one here that we disagree on. The next one up is in, <laughs> in the division as well, the Chicago Bears and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it's You know, the Bears, I think, are going to have a tough year, and although they did put up a little bit of a fight against the Packers last week, I think they're going to be the team that finishes bottom in this division. So on that there scenario, I'm going to go for the, the, the Cardinals. Uh, your thoughts on this one? I'm with you. I I go with the Cardinals. You know what? What's funny about the Cardinals getting Carson Palmer back? I think is a is a huge plus. But but uh, you know, as we talk about these games, believe it or not, I factor coaching a great deal into decisions I make who I'm going to pick. And uh, I happen to really like the coaching staff for the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, again, Bruce Aarons is doing a very nice job there. I, and I think the Bears are a mess. So I, I'm definitely going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah, I think they have some nice pieces. And uh, last week they showed uh, quite some nice play against the uh, against the Saints. So I think we're both agreeing once more. So three out of three so far. Uh, a game that I don't know if you're going to be excited to watch. I'm certainly not going to be all that excited to watch the Cleveland Browns and the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like Johnny Manziel is going to get the start in this. Josh McCowan getting a concussion last week against the Jets. Looks like he's ruled out. And uh, Johnny came in. You know, people talking about the touchdown pass he threw last week, really. I think you or me probably could have threw that one. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a go right. And he, has, you know, he just has to throw it into a kind of 10-yard area to, to get a free catch. So after that, it looked tough for the Browns. And uh, I think they're going to have a, a tough, tough year. Couldn't get the running game going. And although the Titans probably are feeling a little bit too good about themselves this week rather than how how they should be feeling had a nice win week one and uh, can Maria, Marcus Mariota continue to uh, be the darling of the NFL you know what it, it's a tough one again on the road you know even in Cleveland Cleveland you know typically still play well at home and they do have a decent defense but uh, believe it or not I'm, I'm going to stick with Marcus Mariota and I'm going to pick the Titans 
Yeah, I thought I thought they were really really good last week. Although they bounced into a big lead, so they're going to be you may be over overconfident. But uh, I thought they handled it well. He handled the pressure well, and you know I don't think he's going to have the same sort of stats as he did last week. But I think uh, against the Browns, he'll he'll scrape a win here and uh, a narrow a narrow win for the Titans. So you know if they go to two and zero, it's it's been quite a while since that happened to them. So. Um, it'll be a nice, a nice story there for the for the Titans, but maybe not so nice for the Browns. But next up, Russ, in this one, I know you're going to be delighted to talk about the Patriots last week with a win against the Steelers, the Buffalo Bills with a big, big win against the Indianapolis Colts for them. So, the, you, your Patriots are travelling up to Buffalo. I think it's uh, I mentioned to DJ. I think this is going to be a little bit tougher than some people are expecting. I think the the Bills could give them a, a matchup here. I think the Bills will give them a tough game, and uh, honestly, it's. Uh this is this is a tough one for me to call. I, I've given this a good amount of thought. It's a tough spot for the Patriots going week two in Buffalo. And uh, you could tell DJ that I said this. If, if the Patriots were going there in week eight, uh, I, I, I think the Patriots win. Uh, not easily, but they win comfortably. But with it being week two, that, that crowd all geeked up. You know, Rex Ryan is just coming in. It's a, it's a difficult spot. I always thought this, this is going to be a difficult game. For the Patriots, and this might shock you, Colin, but I'm picking the Bills to win in a close game. Well, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to pick the Bills. I said to DJ, I thought the Bills would win, and you know he had all sorts of things to say to me. But I think uh, just overall, the Bills' defense looks very, very good. You mentioned if it was Week Eight, you know you'd have more game tape on Tyrod Taylor. We would know more about what he was going to do week to week. And I think Bill Belichick will scheme up pretty well, though, to face him. Probably try and get some confusion looks to him. But just overall, I think uh, it's going to be a tough, tough week. Just when we're on the subject of the Patriots, I asked DJ after the game last week. Uh, you know, I've heard it been discussed some places, but not everywhere. But Rob Gronkowski, do you think if he retired at this moment in time that uh, he would go into the, the NFL Hall of Fame? I think he would. That's a great question. I I don't think he has a, a big enough body of work, Colin, if you're asking me. You know, again, I, I think he could go down as one of the best tight ends of all time. I think he just needs a few more seasons to, to be at that level. But uh, but what he has shown so far, you know, again, I grew up with what um, a tight end that I thought was one of the best I've ever seen. That was Russ Francis. And go uh, way back in the '70s with the New England Patriots, and 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 uh, I, you know, again, I I've had a chance to see some great tight ends over the years, but Rob Gronkowski gives you that that combination that not many tight ends have these days. He can block. He's dangerous in the running game because because of how he can block. But he really, you know, he is someone that is so difficult to cover, and uh, I think almost impossible to cover. So he could go down as one of the best of all time, maybe the best of all time, but we need uh, need more seasons with him. So I'm not putting him in Canton yet, but he's certainly on his way. Yeah, I always think uh, you know long-term health is probably his biggest obstacle. I think if he plays two or three more years at anywhere near this level, I think uh, there's no doubt about it. People talk about J.J. Watt. I think he's kind of the J.J. Watt of the uh, offensive position. He's just so far ahead of any other tight end in the league at the moment. Phenomenal athlete, and uh, he's obviously going to be very hard to stop uh, when you don't bother putting anyone out uh, to, to block him when he splits out wide like the Steelers did last week. So uh, maybe the Buffalo Bills will, will take note of that and try and cover him all week long this week. Uh, next up is the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, they won last week, but it was pretty much a dumpster fire of a game against the, the Jaguars. They play the Texans, who, who who lost last week to the Chiefs. But I, I think uh, the Carolina Panthers have a lot more uh, worries than kind of show after. You know, you pick up a win week one, you can kind of say, oh, well, we got the win and that's that. But I, I was very unimpressed and uninspired by what they did last week. And it took a, a pick six from a, a terrible pass by Blake Bartles to seal that game for them. So have to say here, I, I'm going for the Houston Texans. I'm not that big of a fan of the Houston Texans this season, but 
Uh, I can't really see the Carolina Panthers winning this one, although they are at home in this one. You know what? I'm going to disagree with you. I'm actually going to go with the Panthers. Uh, you know, again, the Patriots played them in, in the preseason. And, uh, you know, I look at the quarterbacks and, uh, you know, when it comes down to quarterbacks and, and coaching, you know, I'm going, I'm going to go with the coach. Uh, I'm sorry, with the uh, with the quarterback here. I do like the coach of the uh, Texans, Bill O'Brien. But, uh, I, you know, again, I think, I think they have enough to beat the Texans. I, I just, you know, again, I'm not a believer in their quarterbacks and, and actually, both of them are ex-Patriots yeah. quarterbacks. So um, I'm actually going to go with the Panthers. I, I, you know, even with the loss of Luke Keekley, I do like them in this game. Yeah, it's kind of like a Patriots light down there. Almost the two uh, former quarterbacks and a, a former uh, coordinator as well. But uh, I think it's, it's a game that again I'm not going to be all that excited to see. But um, I'm, we're split on one, so finally a, a split decision. Next up, the San Francisco 49ers uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of questions in on Twitter during the game. <laughs> during the game of the San Francisco 49ers, did you catch that game against the Vikings? And uh, if so, what did you think of the the 49ers uniforms? Um, you know what? I uh, unfortunately it was very late for me, so I did not catch it. I've heard a great deal about the uniforms. I haven't actually seen them. Yeah, I thought they were pretty pretty awesome to be honest. But uh, the uh, pretty late for you, Ross. Uh, how do you think I felt? Uh, watched the two games Monday night and eventually got to sleep at quarter past six in the morning when the second game ended. So I've I've a real sympathy for you there on having to to watch the games East Coast time. But uh, uh, now you've a, a little bit of sympathy to, to how we get on over here. But the the Steelers, you seen them last week against the New England Patriots playing in this one against the 49ers. I think uh, when you're looking overall. Uh, I think the the Steelers, you know, were I thought they they moved the ball very very well against the Patriots. We all know how good Antonio Brown is. I thought D'Angelo Williams impressed. Overall, I think that they're going to be a nice match up here for the the San Francisco Forty ers who got a got an upset win. Many would call on uh, Monday Night Football. The, the Steelers in this one. Would you agree? I totally agree. You know, again, it's it it's funny. There there are two ways to look at the Steelers, and uh, offensively, the Steelers are going to be very difficult to stop all year. Defensively, they they have some young talent, uh, but it's going to take time for that unit to gel. It, it, it's just going to take some time. But but again, uh, I like the makeup of the Steelers, even though you know, again, I think uh, the Patriots beating them by by a touchdown is uh, is a little flattering to the Steelers, as we would say about about football in general, the other type of football <laughs> uh, that that it is a little flattering because I really truly believe the Patriots were two or three touchdowns better. Then the Steelers, they did get that late touchdown. Yeah. But what's interesting about them is that, especially at home, I can see them lighting up the, the uh, 49ers. So I'm going to go with the uh, Steelers. Yeah, and I think you know, I think the the 49ers did some nice things defensively to, to confuse Teddy Bridgewater, who is still a very young quarterback, only in his second year. And I think you know, when you have Ben Roethlisberger in there, I think he's going to have the the composure to deal with all that. So it's it's going to be an interesting one. I'm like, this is a game I'm actually kind of looking forward a little bit to, and I think uh, the Steelers will edge it. The Cincinnati Bengals up against the uh, San Diego Chargers. Chargers with a nice comeback win, and uh, the Cincinnati Bengals kind of steamrolled the Oakland Raiders. This one in Cincinnati. Uh, both teams, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think they both have a lot to offer on offense, and uh, parts of the defenses on both teams questionable. I think probably just because it's a home a home game, I'm going to give a, a slight advantage to Cincinnati. And of course, it's uh, not a prime time game, so Andy Dalton should do okay in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you there. I am going. I'm I'm going to go with the Bengals. Well, that was short and sweet. We, uh, we obviously don't think too much about the Chargers. I don't think Keenan Allen. No, I don't. I don't, honestly. I, I, I don't think much about, it, about either one of these teams. But but if you're going to ask me to pick, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm not a fan of Andy Dalton at all. 
honestly. But uh, but at home they're tough. Yeah, they they are tough at home, and I I have picked the the Chargers to win, you know, go quite well this season. I can't see Keenan Allen having another big big catch uh, game in this one though. I think he had, he finished with a was it fifteen catches last week out of seventeen targets, so a big game there. And I think uh, the Bengals, you know, with that uh, extra second half of rest last week will probably help them as well in that one. Next up, the St. Louis Rams and the, the Washington Redskins. The Rams with a massive statement win for them at home last week against the uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Were you impressed? Did you get to see some of that game, the, the Rams against the Steelers? I got to see... I got got to see some of the Rams. You talking about the Rams Seahawks yeah, game? Seahawks, sorry. Yeah, mistake. yeah. I caught I, I I caught the end of that. You know, uh, you know, on on Sundays when the Patriots don't play, I'm all about the Red Zone Channel. So yeah. so I got I got to catch the end of it, and uh, <laughs> it's very interesting the way that the way that game ended. But uh, I'm impressed with the Rams. You know, again, an up and coming team and a team that I think could really do some damage this year. And uh, you know, again, uh, it's Listen, it's a good matchup for for the Rams against the Seahawks. So you know, I I guess I'm weighing a little bit in, in you know with them in, in this, but uh, but I do I do like the Rams. Yeah, I think I think they're going to torture Kirk Cousins in this one. I think they'll slow down the the run oh, game again. If you if you don't let uh, Marshawn Lynch really run on you, you know I like Alfred Morris, but I think they're going to struggle. I think the Redskins go behind early in this. I was surprised last week about how the Miami Dolphins struggled against the Redskins because I think uh, they're not going to do all that good this season. I think they're probably in the mix up for that uh, first overall pick next year. Sorry to any Redskins fans listening, but I'm going for the Rams in this one. And although it's in Washington, uh, I'm, they're going to lose back to back home games in my opinion to start the season and. It's just gonna be a long long tough hard season for the the Redskins and you know I'll be surprised if uh, Kurt Cousins is a starting quarterback come week uh, seven or eight so just not good in a Steelers win here uh, next up uh, the the Vikings or the Atlanta Falcons who who bet the the Philadelphia Eagles playing the New York Giants who need to learn a little bit more about clock management at the end of games but a very very tough loss for the Vikings or the Giants to take at the end of that Cowboys game and I think that might uh, haunt them for a few weeks in the Falcons coming off the the big win they had it's in, it's in New York might be a little colder than inside the dome in Atlanta but I'm going to go with Julio Jones the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan to, to win this one I'm going to agree with you I'm going to go with the Falcons and uh you know what's funny Colin I don't know if you heard the uh interview with Eli Manning yeah. and uh and Mike Francesa uh you know, again, we're shaking our here, our heads here in New England. When, when I heard that, I'm thinking Eli Manning beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, it, it's the end, of the, the clock management, everything to do with the end of that game, telling the running back not to score. I, you know, again, I, I can't even fathom that if you're Tom Coughlin. But again, you have to put some of it on Coughlin. And uh, that team right now is a mess, is a mess. I'm definitely going with the Falcons. Yeah, when you look to, I, I don't know if you remember this, and you probably were too busy uh, uh, being devastated to, to think about it, but the time they bet the, the Patriots in the last Super Bowl, you'll remember, I think it was Ahmad Bradshaw scored a, a late touchdown just before Brady yep. had the chance to go down. If you watch that time, Ahmad Bradshaw, as he goes in, turned around to try and sit down, and it was the fact that uh, Eli Manning had told him to not go into the end zone. So I remember it from that time, and it's interesting to see that they tried it again here, but it backfired big time on them here. But and the, against the Patriots too, it gave them the opportunity to go down the field. And you know, there's been questions about the clock management. Should they let uh, just run it and 
even on fourth down run it again because you either get a touchdown or they have to go for the one yard line with no timeout so just terrible terrible decision making all around for the Giants and you know Giants fans I'm sure were very very disappointed and uh, I'm sure the New York media this week has been taking them to task on that I've seen seen some of it but I'm going to go with the Falcons here I think uh, just they're, they're very nicely poised on offense I was very impressed with uh, Tevin Coleman this week as well I didn't know if the hype around him was going to be real but he, he did look very very good in that their uh, debut game for him as well so Next up, the New Orleans Saints. They're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints uh, losing to Arizona on the road, as I mentioned last week, and uh, now heading to play the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, not very impressive uh, last week, to say the least, and I think they're going to have another season of struggles. It's in New Orleans as well, so the, uh, minimus I said it was in Tampa Bay, but yep. the uh, the Saints as well at home are a lot stronger usually than on the road, and I think uh, you know the demise of Drew Brees has been greatly exaggerated. So I think th- I think they'll win this game very easily as well. Uh, just too much uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to handle in this. The the Baltimore Ravens up next against the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders with a, a terrible performance last week. They are at home again. It's an unusual scheduling scenario for Oakland to be back to back in their first two home games. Baltimore to be on the road in their first two home games. And I thought they were unlucky against the the. Peyton Manning led Denver Broncos last week and you know there was a chance for Steve Smith to catch a touchdown in the end zone to win it then there was an interception in the end zone to clinch it for the Ravens they're playing the Oakland Raiders even though it's on the road I can't see anything other than a Ravens win and although they're missing Terrell Suggs for the rest of the year I think they'll they'll be strong enough to clinch this one three touchdowns the Ravens they're gonna win this by three touchdowns you know again the Raiders another team that that's really in disarray and uh you know again I'm not a fan of their head coach and uh it this could be on Mars. The Ravens are going to win it. <laughs> uh, the next one up, the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, big opponents this year for the, the Patriots. All the teams in that division won in last week, and I think the Miami Dolphins are going to win again this week because they're, they're in Jacksonville against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You mentioned some comments there about the Oakland Raiders, although I am a fan of uh, Gus Bradley, I think. Again, uh, just what they showed last week just isn't going to be enough to, to win weekly in the NFL. And I think six wins is probably a stretch for them this year. So Miami Dolphins winning here with uh, Ryan Tannehill having a, a better game than he did last week. They did struggle last week against the, the Washington Redskins, but got there in the end. Uh, I think they, they show big this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Jags. I'm gonna go with with uh, I'm gonna go with Gus. I'm gonna go with Shaq Khan. You know, again, I'm I'm big fan of Shaq Khan. I'm gonna go with the Jags. I you know. Uh, I, I did catch some of that, and they did struggle, but it is in Jacksonville. They need the game, and the Dolphins definitely did not look good against the Redskins, so I'm going to go with the Jacks. Yeah, well, I know they didn't look good. I just think they'll, they'll have enough, but it's good to have a few that we disagree on. We were very agreeable there for quite some time on the show. So, <laughs> uh, Next up, and probably the could be the three biggest games of the week, uh, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football coming up, uh, the Philadelphia yep. Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys. In Philadelphia, the Cowboys lose Des Bryant, which is a humongous blow for them, and it's really going to set them back, I think. And uh, the Eagles are going to have a, a thorn in their side after losing that game in Atlanta. So I'm going to go a home win here for the, the Eagles. I can't see them not uh, performing better than they did. They were extremely good in the second half and moved the ball with ease against the Falcons, but the first half was very, very tough on them. I think the, the Philadelphia Eagles win this because I think that loss of Des Bryant's just going to be too much for the Dallas Cowboys. I totally agree with you. I'm going to go with the Eagles. And and again, what what's interesting about, about the Monday night game, I kept saying to myself, the Eagles are going to win this game because of uh, all the issues that the Falcons were having early in the game. They had all those opportunities. And uh, when you give a team like the Eagles all those opportunities, they, they should win the game. They didn't, but I do like them this week against the Cowboys. And uh, the Packers coming up now, and their uh, kind of arch nemesis, the Seattle Seahawks, who lost to the Rams on the road. They have back. Oh, I look forward to talking about this one. Yeah, they have back-to-back road games, so uh, 
the Seahawks uh, another scheduling conflict the Packers away in week one against the Bears and uh, almost a bye week for the Packers against the Bears at this stage they win every single time but they did pick up an injury to Sam Barrington they're going to miss him for the rest of the season at a linebacker and the Seattle Seahawks are going to really really be up for this one but the, the Packers have played the last three seasons that they faced the Seahawks every time has been in Seattle even from the fail Mary game all the way through to the collapse in the NFC title game last year so the Green Bay Packers get a chance to get them at home and you know they're going to be looking at this stage you are looking already towards the playoffs if you think you're a serious contender and you're looking for home field advantage so this is one for the Packers and that category that uh, is a, could be a big big win for them and it could be Packers 2-0 and Seahawks 0-2 so it could be an early swing early in the season and Russ uh, I'm sure there's no shock to you that although I know the Seahawks are formidable opponents the Packers have had their issues against the run uh, I have to go with the, the Green Bay Packers in this one go Pack go well, I'm going to back you on that, and uh, for, uh, for a few reasons. Number one, I can't see Seattle going coming to Lambeau Field and, and beating them. I, I just I can't see it. Again, they're not the same team away from their home. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm definitely going to go with the pack. And uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is next to impossible to beat at Lambeau Field. And uh, listen, I I know that both teams are, are dealing with players being out. And again, Seattle still doesn't have Cam Chancellor. That's yeah. a big issue for yeah, that, yeah. especially against uh, against Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm going to go with the pack. Yeah, I didn't even mention that in the, the, the bit I was talking about. That's such a loss for them uh, for Huge this week. And uh, they, yeah. they really need to get that to get that sorted out, get them back on the field. Because if they do go on two here, you know, I know I think, think they'll still probably win that division. But, you know, once you're, you're uh, two games behind, and if the Rams won this week, they're a four-game swing there. So there's lots of things that the Seahawks probably need to get started at this stage. And I just think the Packers, they weren't that impressive last week. I'll admit that against the Bears. But they got the job done, I think, you know, another week in the offense. And, uh, get everyone starting to click because the Jordy Nelson injury has set them back a little bit but I think they'll have enough here the last game of the weekend is Indianapolis Colts against uh, your favourite team in the world the New York Jets uh, this one here the Colts obviously played another division rival last week against uh, the the Bills and the Bills really handled them very very well and they kept them scoreless into the third quarter and the Jets are a team that I think are going to have a good defence this year obviously got Darrell Rivas uh, Rogers Cromartie looks to be uh, out anyway this week and uh, his long term status is still unknown but I think uh, the Colts at home are going to have a bounce back here not too many teams can hold Andrew Luck scoreless for that long and you know it be an interesting game all the same it's a very interesting game, but I'm going to agree with you. I'm, I'm going to go with the Colts, and, uh, you, you know, they're at home, and uh, Andrew Luck is a very good quarterback. I'm not going to take anything away from him. That defense is certainly suspect, and the reason why I don't truly believe it in, in the Indianapolis Colts is, as I said, the Colts are who you thought they were, <laughs> and they showed it last week. And again, you know, they can't they can't stop a nosebleed call, and I'm being honest. Uh, uh, defensively, you can run on them, you can pass on them, you can do whatever you want against them. The Patriots showed that, and and, and you saw that as well with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I mean, you can do what you want against that defense. That that's going to be their Achilles heel. But they have enough offensively to hurt you. And uh, I can't imagine the Jets going in there and winning. So I'm I'm going to go with the Colts. Yeah, I thought you were going to say there after the butt. I thought you were going to say butt Ryan Fitzpatrick's the quarterback, but uh, <laughs> they. Uh, 
They, uh, I think overall, that's they, a problem yeah. in itself. Yeah, they are going to be better this year. The Jets than they have been in previous years, but I think still yeah. it'll come down. You know, the, the Colts defense isn't that good, but I think at some stage they'll get a turnover or two off the quarterback sure. positions for the Jets. So I'm going to agree, go the, the, with the Colts at home. And there's some very nice matchups this week. There, I think last week was easier to predict than this week, so it's going to be an interesting one to see. And although we had our technical issues aside, uh, Russ, <laughs> we've uh, finally marched through all the games, and uh, hopefully it's been good listening for those listening. Of course, you can follow Russ on Twitter at Russ Goldman and uh, and Russ just before we wrap up do you want to give a quick uh, plug to <laughs> Patriots 4th and 2 sure you can listen to my show Patriots 4th and 2 on blogtalkradio.com that's where you can find the show it's also on patsfans.com where you can listen to it via the TuneIn app please do check out my show you can follow me on Twitter Russ underscore Goldman or you can follow the show Patriots 4th and 2 on Twitter at Patriots number 4 TH and then 2 so give Russ a follow there on Twitter. As always, good fun talking with him and uh, hopefully you enjoyed us going through the games. As I mentioned, last show that's coming from Ireland here at the moment. The next show will be, as I mentioned, from Dubai. Hopefully, hopefully uh, all technical issues considering, hopefully it goes okay. I'm going to pack the mic up now and take it with me and hopefully I'll be back with you for the recap show. Uh, we had a lot of technical issues there with Russ, but I think that was down to the, the poor internet connection that I had today, so no no fault on him. But hopefully you enjoyed listening through that, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting on the, this flight. I'm not really looking forward to the flights, but I'm looking forward to the experience, and um, I'll be able to update you all on that there next week to see how it's going and um, enjoy the week's action. It's going to be fun watching some interesting games. The, Pat- or the Packers obviously playing the Seahawks this week, and that is a big, big game. They've obviously had tough issues, as I mentioned there, for us playing them in CenturyLink Field in Seattle, and hopefully they have a, a little bit more success at home, because who knows, come the end of the season, this could be the difference in home field advantage and not when you're trying to get ahead of the team like the Seahawks. And last year, the Seahawks won week one against the Packers, and the Packers never uh, got back to get that home field advantage at the end of it. So it came down to that in the end, and this could be a big week for uh, the, even the playoff implications, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, you need to win uh, you know, at least eight games to start thinking about the playoffs. So a long season ahead. Good luck to all your teams this week. Hopefully you enjoy it. And, uh, of course, OTI Fantasy Fives. Do get involved in that on OvertimeIreland.com forward slash Fantasy Fives. A lot of fun to be had. See, can you beat me this week? Maybe I might take my eye off the ball a little because of the travelling. Good luck on all your fantasy football games. Of course, if you're in the OTI Fantasy Leagues and you're if you're facing off against Overtime Ireland, uh, mark that down as a, a loss this week for you because we're going to dominate this year. And uh, until I'm back next week with the next show and uh, hopefully all going according to plan, have a good week, enjoy the action, and of course, have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Check out OvertimeIreland.com and continue to spread the word. This has been an Overtime Ireland production.